Welcome to Your Life After High School, the show that helps first-generation, middle school, high school students and parents prepare for upcoming college and career decisions. I'm your host, Rick Palo. Think of me as your personal, private, online college and career counselor. Getting prepared for college can get a little funky sometimes. So let me help you plan your life after high school. All right, we're at episode one of Your Life After High School. I'm so excited. Uh, this is uh, episode one is going to kick off a series of episodes that we're going to make a life plan. I'm going to help you make a life plan for yourself. So if you're a first generation student, a middle school student, high school student, or you're a parent of any one of those students, I'm going to help you walk through the process of making a life plan. And what is a life plan and why do I need one? A life plan is a five to 10 year plan where you're going to map out your educational and career opportunities so you can get prepared for them now so you can take advantage of them when they come up in your life. A life plan does a lot of things for you. Number one, it saves you from wasting your time because believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, you may be in middle school, you may be in high school, and you think you're going to live forever, but you're not. There's going to be a time when you will not be alive on this planet anymore. And, uh, um, Right now, if you're a teenager, you're not seeing that right now. You think you're going to live forever and, you know, you're indestructible, but you're not. When you get to be a middle age or you get to be a senior citizen, you're going to wish you had more time or that you had used the time you had in a little bit better way. So if you're a kid, ask your parents, do you wish you had more time or could you do things over again? And you're probably going to, they're probably going to say yes. You know, so time is your most precious resource and your life plan saves you from wasting your time. The second thing that a life plan does for you, it saves you from wasting money. Money is your second most important resource next to time. Okay. Because, uh, why, 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 why does a life plan save me money? Well, guess what? If you're going to go to a training program where you're going to learn, have a certificate to be like a welder, or you want to get an associate degree, or you want to be a psychologist and get a college degree, guess what? You got to pay something called a tuition. A tuition is a fee for taking the class. And uh, if you're going to be in a college degree program, you're going to take more than one class. You're going to probably take four classes to be considered a full-time student. And guess what? You got to pay for each and every one of those classes. Okay. It's called tuition. It's money. And guess what? If you fail a class, you still got to pay for it. Oh my God. And then you got to take it again. So, um, and also, you know, if you know, if you're a community college student, you're going to transfer to a four-year college. You don't want to take classes that can't transfer because guess what? You've wasted time and you've wasted money. You don't want to do that. You want to be on your life plan and you want to eliminate costly, costly, uh, mistakes like that, that sap your time and your energy and your money. You don't want to do that. The third thing a life plan does for you, it helps you focus on career versus a job. Okay. Career versus a job. That's an outlook. That's a, that's very different. A job is just something you do for money. You know, you might be a trash collector. You might work a Taco Bell. You might, um, be a parapro in a school. So, and you do these things, you trade your time for money and there are activities you do to get paid. Okay. So that's a job and you're not really invested so much into it. You just, you can bounce from job to job and do different things, but you're getting money. Okay. That's not a career. A career is an overarching theme 
going through several jobs. For instance, like having a career in the medical field, you might start off as a nurse or you might start off as a, as a volunteer and then decide to become a nurse. And then after you've, you've been a nurse for a while, you might want to become a nurse practitioner or you might want to go to medical school and be a doctor. So those are all separate jobs that you've had, but they fit within a career, a larger idea. Okay. So you want to have, you want to do career and you don't want to do jobs. You want to have a career. And, uh, the fourth thing that a, uh, a life plan does for you, man, a life plan will help you make decisions on every important thing in your life. Like who your friends are going to be, what kind of jobs you're going to choose. What's your career? Who are you going to marry? Where are you going to live? How many kids are you going to have? All of those things are influenced by your life plan. So it's a very important document and you want to do it right. Okay. So we're going to break it down. Number one. So for all the people who, who say, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. Well, okay. We're going to try to figure it out and you can change your life plan as uh, you've changed your mind, uh, but you don't want to change too much, but you, you can change your life plan. You can change your focus, but you just want to start. Okay. And then for all the people who, uh, who think it's too hard, we're going to chunk it down. Okay. We're chunking this down. So it's not overwhelming. So the first thing you want to focus on for your life plan is we need to have a mission in life. We need to develop a higher purpose, a deeper purpose behind our actions of why we do things why we act the way we do. We have to have a mission in life. Or if you think about it, like in the terms of athletics, what is your legacy? Like when a, a big time athlete retires, they look at everything they've accomplished in their career. That's their legacy they left behind. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to, we're going to plan out your legacy. What's your legacy going to be as a human being? So we're going to go fast forward, like hundred years in the future, however long you're going to live. And I want you to think about what you want people to say about you, you know, your kids, your relatives, your friends, your people that you've come in contact to and your work. What do you want people to say about you after you've gone? You need to, to, you need to determine your legacy. It's really important. So that's step one. Now, doing this activity, it makes me think of the ancient Taoist philosopher Lao Tzu, who said the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. So determining your legacy and developing a mission in life is going to be your first step. Okay, now when we're doing our legacy work, we really, really want to take some time, you know, take two, three days and really think about this, Okay. You just don't want to come up with a legacy like five to 10 minutes and not really think about it. Like, oh yeah, I want to be blah, blah, blah. No, take some time and really think about what you want your legacy to be, because this will determine the character of your life plan. It'll determine the character of the jobs you're going to look for and the career paths that you're going to be interested in. So really take your time and think about what you want your legacy to be. Now, the number one thing that you need to focus on to determine your legacy, you need to examine your interpersonal relationships or the quality of your interpersonal relationships that you have. You want to analyze right now, like how you, how you interact with other people. How do you make friends with people? Why did you make friends with certain people and not with others? Okay. You need to have, a, a, and what kind of quality of the relationships do you have with these people? Do you have deep relationships with your friends 
or are they superficial relationships? So you want to look and examine the quality of the interpersonal relationships that you have in your life and that you want to develop in the future. Why are your interpersonal relationships important is because human beings, we are born, we are designed, we are created to socially interact with each other, whether it be face to face or now that we have uh, in social media technology, it could be interaction, interacting with each other online to exchange goods, services, money, ideas, you know, that's what we do, human beings. <laughs> So that's called culture, and that's how we interact with each other. We're made to do that. And I, I know there's people that are listening out there and say, hey, Rick Palo, I am an introvert. I am not socially. I don't like to talk to people. Well, you are. You're a very social animal. If you compare yourself to a crocodile, you're a million times more social. So I'm oversimplifying that fact. But regardless of whether you think you're introverted or extroverted, you're a social being, whether you like it or not. So take advantage of it. You want to build positive inter interpersonal relationships with other people, whether you're interacting with them for two seconds or whether you're interacting with them for two hours. Okay. And what do I mean by that? Like when you encounter people and you, you think of all the, there's 6 billion people in the world. You think of everybody you encounter on a daily basis it's like in the hundreds, maybe thousands of people. If you go to a shopping mall, or well, shopping mall is a bad example. That was when I was a kid. We used to go to shopping malls, but shopping malls are kind of outs now. And now with COVID, no one's really going anywhere now. But okay, so like in the old days before COVID, you would go to a store. Maybe there's people in the store. You know, you have an interaction with the cashier for two seconds and you're in, you're gone. Okay. Your relationships can be like short like that or you could talk with your friend for hours on the phone. Okay. So, but you're going to be interacting with hundreds, hundreds of people every day. If you want to build a lasting legacy, you want to have as much positive interpersonal relationships as possible. So whether you're just briefly interacting with somebody, you want to have positive interpersonal relationships with them. How do you do that? Okay. Well, number one, what's your intention into wanting to interact with this other person? You know, if you're walking down the street, are you really, do you really care? Do you want to really, do you, do you give a damn about saying hi to this person or wanting to know how they feel? Like if you want to have a deep legacy, you know, you might want to consider doing that. So let's say you're walking down the street and you come across somebody and you say, how you doing? You know, a lot of people say, how you doing? And then they keep walking past, you know, so what's their intention? They didn't really have an intention to want to make contact with another person. Okay. So to build positive interpersonal relationships, you want to have the intention wanting to interact with somebody in a positive way. And you have to care. You have to give a damn. You'd show that by making eye contact with somebody that tells somebody that, hey, this person is serious about wanting to communicate with me and I need to pay attention. You need to care. You need to ask questions and listen to the answer. If you don't care, how somebody's doing, don't ask the question, how you doing? Just say good morning and keep walking. If you ask a question, how are you doing? You need to seriously listen to their answer. And that's how you make positive interactions with people, make positive interpersonal relationships by having a positive intention of wanting to be curious about somebody and wanting to know the answer about making eye contact and about listening seriously listening to what they have to say. 
that is how, ladies and gentlemen, you create positive interpersonal relationships that can turn strangers, complete strangers, into mentors. You can turn complete strangers into your best, your new best friend. It's possible. You can turn a complete stranger into the person you're going to marry. You want to have the intention to invite the stranger into your life. People that we don't know can become our new best friends and become our new, our new best mentors in life. And then when you interact with somebody, it's good to have what's called a win-win mentality where I want to enter into this relationship and I want to feel good. I listen to this other person and in some way by listening to them, I improve their life in a very small way. The other person hopefully will do the same with you. So you're going to seek to have these interactions that are positive for both people where you both come across a little bit stronger having met each other. And that, ladies and gentlemen is the secret to having a long, deep, and positive legacy is to have high-quality interpersonal relationships, okay? And you do that by having the intention, curious and understand about where this person's coming from, making eye contact, and really caring and really listening to what they have to say. And that is how you make a deep and lasting legacy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that's it for episode one. We're starting the life plan process. We're starting to develop a mission in life or a legacy for our life, what we want our legacy to be. And we're examining our interpersonal relationships because if we want to have a deep, positive, and impactful legacy or a deep mission in life, we need to have positive and constructive interpersonal relationships. So that's the secret to step one. Now, episode two, we're going to go into taking our legacy to the next step and uh, taking our life plan to the next step. So tune in to episode two so we can start advancing our um, legacy and start building our life plan. Please hit subscribe to Your Life After High School. If this show is giving you good, clear, factual information and providing value to you, please subscribe to Your Life After High School. Hit the subscribe button and listen to the latest episodes. I can be on found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible.com, Stitcher, anywhere that you get a podcast, hit the subscribe button and follow Your Life After High School.